0: Welcome to the Process Pod. This is where we dig deep, get curious, and find growth. In other words, this is where we process. Hey everyone, welcome or welcome back to the Process Pod. My name is Camille. I'm your host. I'm a therapist, but I'm also trying to get my life together. So, this is where the two of those meet, bringing you relatable wellness. So, if you listened to my bonus episode a couple of weeks ago, then you know that I was talking about having a hard time trusting myself when it comes to creating new healthy habits because of my history of repeating the same unhealthy habits. It's interesting that that was the topic because that topic of discussion has come up with so many of my clients lately. And what I realized when I was listening back to that episode and as I've been working with my clients is that the the challenge with trusting yourself is that you first have to forgive yourself. So that's what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about self-forgiveness and the difficulty that comes with forgiving yourself for the mistakes that you have made in the past, because really we're all just afraid of making the same mistakes and staying stuck. So today we're gonna to talk about how self-forgiveness helps you to get unstuck, but also how the flip side of that coin, if you're not able to forgive yourself, then you will stay stuck in these same behavioral patterns and keep blaming yourself for it. So let's jump right in. <laughs> all right. so. What we need to know first is that all behavior is communication of a need, even our poor behavior. Our behavior is trying to communicate something. It's trying to meet a need that we don't have a better way of meeting. So if we're talking about unhealthy habits or if we're talking about procrastination or not following through, whatever it might be, it's hard to pinpoint sometimes, but that behavior was fulfilling a need for you. It was playing a specific role. And we lean into our behaviors to meet our needs when we don't have the vocabulary to name it ourselves. Then we just kind of act off of instinct or off of impulse. And so that's why one of the hardest parts about growth is in forgiving yourself for your past mistakes, because we don't understand where these behaviors come from or why we keep doing the same things over and over again. So it's like, well, I can't forgive myself if I know I'm just going to keep Repeating or keep doing the same thing. And that is where we're going to spend our time today. It's really hard to make lasting change when we're afraid of repeating our past mistakes. We all have things that we're not the proudest of. You know, we all have unhealthy behaviors or coping skills or vices that we have often reached for when we needed something to soothe us or when we needed our voice to be heard or when we were afraid of something. We reached for these things. So in order to grow past that, we need to have better ways of dealing with whatever it is that that behavior was serving before. So we need to have better ways of having our voice heard, or we need to have better ways of soothing ourselves when we're fearful or when we're anxious. Otherwise, we will continue to repeat the same patterns. Whenever we talk about patterns of behavior, we have to understand that these patterns did not just come about overnight. It wasn't random, it wasn't all of a sudden. Our behavior has existed within our life for probably our whole life, if not most of your life. So we're talking about decades of the same unhealthy behavior. Yet we have the expectation of ourselves that we should just be able to put it down and walk away from it easily after a day or two. And that's not really realistic. So then when we aren't able to put that behavior down and make a complete 180 and do something else and we're really upset at ourselves, and we're blaming ourselves and we're feeling guilty and we're feeling shame. But think about how long it took for that behavior to develop to the point where it is now, to the point where it's second nature and you don't even recognize that you're doing it. That took years. So you have to be patient with yourself and understanding that it's gonna also take some time to undo those behaviors and replace them with healthier ones. We don't trust ourselves to make better decisions because of all the times that we made the same mistake in the past. if Let me know if this sounds familiar to you. Well, but I'm, I'm not going to try this thing because I know that I'm just going to start and, and not finish or it's just going to be another project that gathers dust in my closet or I'm just going to whatever, fill in the blank, right? Fill in whatever pattern, whatever unhealthy behavior. fill Fill that in there. That in itself is you're cutting yourself off at the knees when you do that because you're not giving yourself an opportunity to do better or to be better. And you're punishing yourself for all the times that you didn't know better. I, I understand it, and it's what I deal with as well. That's what the whole bonus episode was about. I was having a really hard time Uh, trusting myself to stick to uh, my new levels of consistency or having a hard time trusting myself to be able to hold myself accountable because I haven't been able to do that in the past. And that's what I was afraid of repeating. I was afraid of repeating the same patterns because maybe there's a part of me that still identified with that version of me that was relying on these patterns of behavior because I didn't know better. I wasn't aware about what I was responding or reacting to, I wasn't as familiar with all of my triggers or the healthy ways to deal with those triggers when they come up. So I was repeating those same unhealthy behaviors. But now all of those things have changed. So why can't that behavior change as well? I wasn't giving myself an opportunity for that behavior to change as well. So an interesting thing happens. We simultaneously want to move into the future. We want to grow and evolve into this better version of ourselves that exists in the future, in this idealistic world that we imagine. You know, We do our vision boards and we're manifesting on these things and we're working towards our goals. We're working towards a future version of ourselves. We really want to get into the future. So we're simultaneously reaching for that while also holding on to the past that is full of these unhealthy behaviors and patterns of behavior that we don't know how to let go of it's weird because they are like a comfort blanket to us right your comfort zone is full of unhealthy things because it's all you know and we find comfort in familiarity even if it's not good for us so it's hard to let go for that reason and it's hard to let go because you're still punishing yourself for all of those things that you did in the past and Of course, I'm bringing it back to self-compassion, but we regard ourselves with this you know, tough love and um, that tough love is, is very punitive and it says, I can't allow myself any grace because I don't trust myself to not take advantage of it. If I give myself an inch, I'll take a mile. But if you cannot trust yourself to do better, then how can you expect anyone else to trust you to do better or to be better? It really has to start with you. So... We wanna reach for the future while holding onto the past. So then that puts us in this weird like tug of war situation. And then you're just stuck because you, can, you can't you can move forward if you're still holding onto the past. So you're stuck and still repeating the same patterns, but you're more and more upset at yourself for it because you know that you don't wanna be repeating these same things, but you haven't let go of it. So it's still all you know. And when you're expecting yourself to fall in that way, then of course you're going to fall in that way. We have a way of thinking about things from a fear-based mindset. I'm afraid that this is going to happen. I'm afraid that I'm going to mess it up. I'm afraid that I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm afraid that I won't be able to live up to that standard. We allow the fear to guide whatever it is that we're doing. And when we think that way, we're subconsciously looking for opportunities for that fear to present itself. So if your fear is that you're not going to follow through, then you're subconsciously looking for opportunities to not follow through. And then when it happens, you say, see, I knew it. I knew it. I don't have any follow through. And this is why I keep finding myself in the same place. So you're going to find what you go looking for. So instead of approaching things from a fear based mindset, try Thinking about what you hope for instead of what you fear for, or instead of what you fear. So if instead of saying, I'm afraid that I'm going to repeat this same thing, I'm afraid I'm going to embarrass myself, I'm afraid I'm not going to follow through, what do you hope will happen instead? Allow yourself to imagine the other side of that same coin. That's all our anxiety is. It is fear-based imagination. And we come up with these ridiculous, really colorful, imaginary worlds that are full of our deepest, darkest fears. Use that same imagination for the opposite. What do you hope will happen? I hope that I stay consistent. I hope that I follow through and do this thing. I hope that I can be proud of myself for trying, even if it doesn't go very well. Then you look for opportunities for that hope to present itself because you're hoping that you'll follow through. You'll look for opportunities to follow through. We have a lot more control in that way. We have control over how we choose to view these things. We have control over how we talk to and interact with ourselves. You're more than welcome to continue living in a fear-based mindset. You're more than welcome to allow the fear to continue to dictate or control how you move forward in your life. But you also have the opportunity to choose hope instead and to want better for yourself and to believe that you're capable of doing better for yourself. Y'all know I'm always talking about your relationship with yourself, right? It's, it's me and me. If you don't believe that you're capable of doing better, then you will not do better. It's that simple. It's one of those cliche mindset things, but it's really, really, really true. The tough love will only keep you stuck. Blaming yourself and punishing yourself for your past will only keep you stuck it'll just make you feel worse about yourself it'll make you believe in yourself less it will make you more anxious and more afraid to start so it will keep you stuck and the cycle just continues we're on this hamster wheel of self-hate because we're disappointed in ourselves constantly constantly disappointed in ourselves so then how do we how can we expect any growth if we're just continuing to punish for what we did not know. In the past, it's easy to say, if I could go back, I would do things differently. If I knew then what I know now, I would make a different decision. Of course you would. We all would. We all would. Because you are older and wiser now, you know more, you've experienced more, you're smarter now. But the truth of the matter is back then you weren't. That was a different version of yourself. A lot of life has happened since then. Even if it's only been a couple of weeks, a lot of life has happened since then. So think about that. And then think about the past version of yourself that, didn't, that did not know any better. This is what I do with my clients. Think about the mistake or the behavior that you don't wanna do anymore, that you're trying to avoid. Think about the last time that you did that thing, the last time that you saw that pattern show up. What was happening? in your life, what was different about you, what was different about your mindset, what was different about your life. Even if it's as small as, um, even if if it's small as the only difference is that now I'm aware of that pattern. That's enough, that's enough of a difference. So think about all the different ways that you're different, that your life is different, that your mindset is different from the last time that you saw this pattern show up or that you saw this behavior show up and acknowledge all of the change that you've seen in other areas of your life. If you were not capable of change, you would be in the exact same position that you were in five years ago, 10 years ago, in every single way, in every single way. You would be exactly the same, but you're not. I know I'm not. So acknowledge the fact that you are capable of change because you have changed. Yeah, some change is easier than others. But whatever this pattern or this behavior is, maybe that's that's your, your thorn in the flesh. Maybe that's your Achilles heel. Maybe that is the thing. That's the change that you're having to be more intentional about because everything else maybe came a bit more naturally, but it doesn't mean that you're not capable of changing or growing from wherever you were when that behavior last showed up. Also, think about what... What need was that behavior trying to meet? What was being communicated through that thing? I keep using my own stuff as an example because that's all I can think of right now. But when it comes to like being inconsistent and procrastination, I know that my procrastination is deeply rooted in my anxiety. And I know better how to work through that anxiety when it shows up. And I know that it also had to do with my all or nothing thinking, feeling like it had to be. Everything or nothing at all, very black and white. I never gave myself an opportunity to kind of live in that gray area a little bit, but life is not black or white. Life isn't all or nothing. So why would I expect for myself to act that way? I also know that I was comparing myself to a lot of other people and trying to fit into a mold or a standard of what I thought success and consistency was supposed to look like, but it just didn't work for me so i wasn't honoring myself my true self and instead was trying to change myself to fit into a mold that someone else created so i know that that's where all of my behaviors come from and and that's what they were that's what they were communicating and those are the needs that they were meeting so getting more familiar with that has been so helpful in giving myself the grace and space to learn a new way of being or to learn a new way of, of behaving and new patterns to replace the old, old and unhealthy ones. That's the other thing. When you take something away, you have to replace it with something else. If you just say, stop doing this. Okay, well, what am I supposed to do instead? Start doing something else. So when you sit and think about all of the change that you've seen in your life, who's responsible for it? Not who helped you, but who's responsible for the changes happening and taking place and maintaining a new way of being? Who is it? Because I have a feeling, I have a suspicion that you're responsible for it. You're responsible for all of the change that you've seen in your life. Good and bad, but you're responsible for it. Which again means that you are capable of changing and growing and evolving. We give other people the opportunity to do better so many times. We have all stayed in situations, relationships, or friendships that are no longer serving us because we're hoping that the person will, will do better, that they'll learn something and that they'll respect us more and that they'll be more considerate and that they will do better. We give so many chances. We give people four, five, six, seven chances and opportunities to grow and to change and to show us something better, but we don't give ourselves that same opportunity, and that's just not fair. Why would we give someone else a chance to continue uh, to repeat the same behavior? Because that's what you're doing. When you get, when we give someone else a chance, we know that we're taking the risk that they may they may make another misstep. When you give someone else a chance, you're leaving yourself open to being hurt by them again, and we know that. We know that when we're going into it that there's no guarantee that this time it'll be better, but we hope, we hope that it will be better. And that's how we keep our, ooh, this is a good example, Camille. That's how we keep ourselves in these same situations. And this is what I was saying before, right? About looking for the hope instead of looking for the fear. When we give people chance after chance after chance, we are hoping that they'll do better. And so we look for things that could be examples of them doing better. Okay, okay. We're, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've done it. You've done it. We've been in situations, situationships, relationships that were long past their expiration date because anytime that person showed us any little thing, we took that and ran with it. I remember I was dealing with somebody and we went out to eat, we went to breakfast or something like that. And I got a coffee and I asked for some, um, like cream and sugar with my coffee. And then when I got a refill of the coffee later, um, the waitress didn't ask if I wanted cream and sugar. So he was like, Oh, I think she wants some cream and sugar. That's, that's very basic because I had just asked for cream and sugar earlier, but me, because I was giving that person another opportunity to do right by me and to show up for me in the ways that I needed. I took that and I ran with it. I said, Oh my goodness wow that is so thoughtful and so caring and so generous and kind he is seeing my needs and meeting them before I even have a chance and I I just ran with that the way I took that inch and turned it into a whole 5k was absolutely ridiculous and I used that as validation to stay in that situation way longer than I should have we do it all the time with people because we're looking for the hope we have that hope that they'll do better and we're looking for every opportunity for them to actually do that. But when it comes to ourselves, we do the exact opposite. We're afraid that we will continue to make the same mistakes and that's all we go off of. We don't give ourselves the same grace that we give other people who aren't even asking for it by the way. These are the people are not asking for all this grace that we're extending They're not really asking for all these second chances Maybe sometimes but all these chances that we give them They're not asking for because they're not even aware that we're giving them another chance They're not even aware that they're riding on grace right now They don't even know that because we keep a lot of that bottled up and we keep our needs to ourselves in relationships a lot And we don't express it. We don't share it but internally we're giving them chance after chance after chance after chance, and they're not even asking for it. And we're continuing to put ourselves in situations that are hurtful and painful to us because we hope that the other person will miraculously see something different and have a better level of understanding about us and who we are and about our needs. It's wild. It really is but when it comes to our relationship with ourselves, a part of you is begging for another chance the part of you that really wants to do better is begging for another chance but the part of you that is afraid that you'll repeat the same mistakes is scared of giving yourself another chance you're afraid to give yourself that grace because you don't trust yourself and because you haven't forgiven yourself for all of the times that You misused the grace or for all the times that you didn't recognize it. But the part of you that wants to be better is begging, is begging for forgiveness. That part of you is saying, I know better now. I've grown since then. I'm wiser. I'm smarter. I care about myself more. I know who I am more. That part of you is just begging for the room to grow but you're continuing to stifle that part and to stifle that voice because the fear is bigger than the hope and we really have to find a way of switching that we have to change that if the fear is bigger than the hope then you will be stuck exactly where you are until you decide to just do it scared that's it We don't have to wait for the fear to go away before we do something new or before we try something new. If you're, if you're waiting for the fear to go away first, then you'll be waiting forever and then you'll stay stuck. You'll stay stuck because you haven't seen any evidence that the thing is not scary or that you, that you don't need to be afraid of it. You haven't seen that yet because you haven't actually tried the thing. The only way to not be afraid anymore is to do it afraid. You have to do it afraid first. Just like you won't wake up tomorrow and automatically no longer struggle with certain habits or behaviors, you won't wake up tomorrow and just not be afraid anymore. But you can make the choice to do it afraid. You can hold space for the fear and say, I know that this is scary. I know that we're not sure about how this is going to go because of all the ways that it's gone in a negative direction before. You can hold, hold, you can acknowledge that fear and you can soothe it this is why we have to do our 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 self-soothing and our grounding and our mindfulness so that we don't allow the fear to become bigger than it actually is you're afraid because you've not seen where you're going before that's all your anxiety is it's a fear of the unknown you're afraid because even though you know that these behaviors and patterns are not good for you and they're not serving you they're familiar to you they're comfortable they're all you know so if you let go of that comfort blanket then what are you going to have instead and what if the, the place that I'm going, I, if I don't know what to do there, what if I don't know what to do with that? What if I don't know how to be better? Then you learn. That's it. We expect ourselves to just learn how to, how to pick up a new, a new pattern, a new behavior, a new anything, and get it right the first time, to get it perfectly right. And the moment that we don't get it right, then we let the fear take over again. And we say, see, I knew it. And that's why I can't do this thing. And we just go back to our comfort zone, which is the unhealthy behaviors that we are desperately trying to escape. We keep ourselves trapped in that way. You're not going to get it right every time and definitely not the first time. But you have learned new things before when you gave yourself the space to learn it and when you gave yourself the space to grow. We really have to take some ownership over our stagnation. If you feel stagnant, if you feel stuck, you have to take some ownership over what you're doing to contribute to that stuck feeling. A lot of times what we're doing is holding on to our past, not showing ourselves empathy, not showing ourselves compassion, not showing ourselves forgiveness, and not trusting ourselves to do better. So, you have a lot more choice in the matter. You can choose to stay stuck. You can choose to continue punishing yourself. You can choose to forgive yourself and give yourself the space to do better this time because you know better now and because you've grown and because you are different and because you know that you are capable of change. So, Here's what i want y'all to do here's some therapy homework you're going to have some mirror time you're going to go in your mirror you're going to give yourself some eye contact and you're going to repeat these phrases to yourself or complete these phrases the first one is i forgive you for fill in the blank whatever the pattern is that you're trying to break forgive yourself for all the times that you couldn't break it before I forgive you for not following through in the past. I forgive you for using people in the past. I forgive you for staying silent in the past. I forgive you for putting other people's needs before your own in the past. The next statement is an apology. The next statement is an apology for punishing yourself. So I forgive you and I'm sorry for punishing you for that. I'm sorry for punishing you for not speaking up, for not speaking your truth, for not knowing your truth. I'm sorry for punishing you for being insecure. I'm sorry for punishing you for having low self-esteem. I'm sorry for punishing you when you hadn't found your voice yet. Whatever it is. And the last one is another apology. I'm sorry for keeping you stuck. I'm sorry for keeping you stagnant I'm sorry for not giving you the space to grow and really take that in you're giving your. this is why it's in the mirror because you're giving yourself that eye contact and really receive that really receive those words and you can decide in that moment to forgive and to allow grace and to allow space think about all of the ways that you're growing. Even the fact that you are wanting to actively do this work shows growth and shows evolution because there was a time in your life where this was not a priority for you. So you've already changed, even if it's just in that way. Acknowledge that. Give yourself credit for that because you didn't have to do it. And simply move forward knowing that you'll still make mistakes because you're human and you're not perfect. Let's adjust those expectations of ourselves. You're not perfect just because you decide to do something differently. Just because you decide to adopt a healthier behavior does not mean that you will never reach for the old one again. That's not what that means. That means that you're giving yourself more options and more choice to make a better decision when that same thing presents itself and this is only one part of this whole growth and evolution journey there's a lot of other things that go into it and i've been talking about that a lot lately if you've been listening to the past few episodes but this is a really key piece of it you cannot move forward if you're continuing to punish yourself for what you didn't know in the past or for for using your your resources, if you had limited resources and that's all you knew how to get your needs met, if you continue to punish yourself for that, then you're doomed to repeat the same thing. I know you want better for yourself. I know you want to grow. I know you want to change and you can and you are, but this is one of the, of the ways that you're keeping yourself stuck and you're blaming yourself for it and you're beating yourself up for it when really... If you're keeping yourself stuck, if you're the one who's kind of creating these restrictions, you also are the one who can give yourself that liberation. You can liberate yourself from whatever prison you have created and kept yourself trapped in. Also know that the past version of you that only knew how to use these unhealthy behaviors is crying out for something remember that behavior is meeting a need. There was a need there that has gone unmet for so long and you still have that need. That need hasn't gone anywhere else. So another part of this work is in getting more fluent in emotional expression and getting more familiar with your own internal needs and empowering yourself to meet them in healthier ways. So this forgiveness of yourself is only a, a small part of it, but it's maybe the, the most important and, and it's the key to a lot of change and to a lot of growth. But it's a hard one. It's one that we really don't talk about. We really don't talk about it. But if you just think about like how you talk to yourself, how you talk about yourself, you'll, you'll hear those same things being repeated. Uh, well, no, I'm just going to do whatever, fill in the blank and in doing that you're already you're stalling the progress just by saying that just by doubting yourself that much by holding on to that doubt and by leaning into the fear you are blocking your own blessing and stopping your own progress that you really really want to see you really want to see that progress and you really want to see that growth but how are you going to progress and grow and change if you are not willing to put down the old Out with the old and with the new. If you're not willing to do that, then you're not going to see any change. You've been stuck for a long time. I know it's uncomfortable. I know you're sick of it. I know you're tired of it. I know you're punishing yourself for it. You don't have to do that. Just take ownership and make a different decision. And this whole journey towards self-forgiveness also probably won't happen overnight I know for me it's something that I'm still working through, but once I kind of came to that realization that that is what I was dealing with, it made things a lot easier. And I can feel myself starting to get anxious when when, when opportunity presents itself to kind of reach for the same unhealthy things. And I really have to kind of soothe myself and talk myself down and show compassion. Acknowledge the fear. Acknowledge whatever it is that I'm feeling. I know you're feeling anxious about this. I know that you're you're nervous. I know you're a bit disappointed that your day hasn't gone the way that you wanted it to go. But that doesn't mean that the rest of it has to go down the drain. It doesn't mean that you have to abandon everything else that, that you had planned today. It does not mean that you have to just curl up on a couch and do nothing. It doesn't have to mean any of that. And a lot of times we are reacting to things that exist or happen in our external life and external circumstances that we do not have control over. A lot of times if I'm having a a, a bad day or an off day, sometimes it's because of things that are happening around me that were unpredictable or that I didn't see coming, things that I could not control. But what I can control is what I choose to do with that information. I can continue to choose to let that information um, take me on a downward spiral, and I can choose to reach for my vices that have kept me unfulfilled, or I can make another decision because those vices do not have to define me. They never defined me. Maybe I had an unhealthy attachment to them, but they are not who I am. They're just something that I did. And if that's all they are, if I can simplify it to that, if they're just something that I did, then I can just choose to do something else. It's okay that there was a time where I did those things, those unhealthy things. Sure. And that time needed to happen so that I could get to where I am now. If I never had those patterns and those behaviors, then I probably wouldn't have gotten to the point where I was fed up enough to do something different about it. So I can be grateful for that season in my life while forgiving myself, offering grace and compassion, and just allowing allowing growth to happen. That's it. All right. I think that's probably where we'll stop today. (laughs) So I hope that this has encouraged you to really do some self-reflection about what it is that you need to be forgiven for. And what it is that you need to forgive. My hope is that you will get to a point where you can have a bit more ownership over these things. And simply make a different decision next time it presents itself. And if you don't, then forgive yourself for that too. Because these things take time. But you'll get there. I promise. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Process Pod. If you want to keep the conversation going, submit questions or episode ideas, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore process pod. Take care of yourself and I'll talk to you soon.